and the Canadians are holding him. Degrasse, can he do it? Yes, he can. Gold to Canada. And after what a difficult season it's been for Degrasse, he tastes gold in the fall. Hello and welcome back to the Shakeout Podcast presented by Canadian Running Magazine. As always, I'm your host, David Stahl, and on today's episode, I'm joined by Caroline Pomelo and Anuka Tremblay. A couple that doubles as an athlete-coach duo, Anuka trained her partner to a third-place finish at a stacked Canadian 10K Championships last summer. And just a few months later, Caroline once again shocked the country, winning her debut marathon at the Toronto Waterfront Weekend in a time of 2.34.44. On today's episode, I had such a blast chatting with Anuka and Caroline about how they balance their relationship with an elite training schedule, Caroline's journey from low mileage running to competing in pro marathon fields, how the pair built a viral online community behind their vibrant personalities, and their ambitious plans for Caroline's spring marathon schedule in an Olympic year. Now, I want to preface this by saying that as native French speakers, Caroline and Anuka were kind enough to do the interview in their second language. And naturally, while recording together, there were a ton of laughs mixed with a few minor language barriers that sets the episode apart from others. Personally, it made learning their stories infinitely more fun, but it also makes the episode slightly different from an audio perspective. Nevertheless, Caroline is such a remarkable athlete, and Anuka has done such an amazing job as her coach. Their personalities and talent is well worth our slight language barriers. And again, I had so, so much fun talking to them, and I can't wait to see how high their ceilings are in the sport. So I hope you enjoy listening and have as much fun as I did recording. As always, if you enjoy the episode, please feel free to give us a five-star rating wherever you listen and subscribe. It helps us out a ton. You can also follow us at Shakeout Podcast on all social platforms to catch clips and updates from the pod. But for now, please enjoy my chat with Caroline and Anuka. Caroline and Anuka, I think everybody's very, very interested in a few races that were really landmark wins last year and huge accomplishments. But before we dive in, I think a lot of people are also just as invested as you guys as a couple as well. So if you could offer a little bit of context as to how you two met each other and which came first, the training or the relationship? Uh, thank god it was the it was a relationship first uh we met i think seven six Six years ago seven it's been a while it's been a while and i've been coaching caroline for maybe three Three years three years so uh at the beginning she was running with the track and field uh, laval university she was running i was running the 800 meters (laughs) Now a marathoner. So we met on Tinder. <laughs> Nothing really fancy <laughs> over there. <laughs> and we clicked and we stayed together since the uni- the university uh, tra- team. Were, you have a, a maximum amount of year that you can do. It's five. You can run for five years for the university. And then you, can, <laughs> you have to find something else. 
And Caroline had the idea that once she's done, she's done. She stopped But, running. <laughs> yeah, so at the beginning uh, of our relationship, I was running uh, track and field. And Anuka, uh, at, at that time, uh, didn't coach me for three years. And when I finish uh, my graduation, I'm a PA teacher in sports, physical yeah. uh, education uh, teacher. I stopped mm. running for about one year. Uh, because I wanted to she wa she wanted focus to... on my career. career. She, she's yeah. saying that, but she was like, oh, I will stop when I'm on the top. And, <laughs> and, and 2.11, I believe, is my, is my yeah. top. For the I ran uh, 2 minutes 11 seconds on the 800 meters. And after five years of focusing on that, I was like, oh, that's the best I can do. Mm. I cannot go faster. And at that time, I didn't like the long distance. The long distance. So I stopped running uh, at that time. Yeah. Uh, and but after one year to make a pause on the, on the, run, on the running, Anuka told me, oh, do you like to, would you like to run the Levy Half Marathon That's a local in Quebec? Uh, and I was like, Uh, okay, maybe <laughs> we should try it. So uh, at this time, uh, three years ago, she, she started uh, coaching. Now, Anuka, was there something about Caroline's mentality or her approach to the sport that made you think, oh, maybe she'll be a good fit for the marathon distance? At the beginning, she was really not so good with the long distance when she started doing it. So it was just maybe to do something new. She she had in her mind that she cannot go faster than I think at the time it was uh, four four by kilometer by, or something yeah. like that. And once she had something in her mind that she cannot do better, she won't do it. <laughs> so every workout, every time that okay, this should be of of marathon pace, she won't go faster than I believe it was four, but maybe it was slower, yeah. even slower. Yeah. <laughs> And slowly we worked. Oh, all the way through. But at the beginning, I remember the I first... I don't know why, but Anuka always told me, oh, you can go faster, but just doing the distance for me, it was a big uh, challenge. Mm. And I really got the four minute per kilometers in my head. And finally, I ran uh, one hour 21 on my first race. So that was way faster than That four. was <laughs> a bit faster. I think it was 3.55. Yeah. Something Or like that. Something I like that. Know. I don't know. But, I don't know. Uh, but... At the beginning, when, when we were doing longer distance, we we often run together. So we were doing trail running and stuff like that, just for fun. And she would crash <laughs> past one hour. I had to give her my little snack. And I was like, yeah. come on, Caroline, you can go. Keep running. If you're able. Eat that, you'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> It was really hard. But slowly and surely, she got better. And now she's unstoppable. <laughs> Well, speaking of unstoppable, I think one, a lot of fans' favorite moments of running from this past year was seeing you, A, have such a strong performance in Ottawa, uh, in such a stacked field as well, and then to go on and win Toronto. I was lucky enough yeah. to be on the sidelines in Toronto and to watch you cr break the tape. You had this look of just such genuine shock on your face. Anuka, yeah. going into the race, did you see that potential? And did Caroline seem to see that in herself? Or was it a complete surprise? 
it was a, a it surprise. Was, it was a surprise. Yeah. To be honest, uh, we believe she could if run we, yeah. maybe close to a uh, two thirty-five. So I didn't get the the build-up I wanted for Toronto. Our build-up was really short, and mm. she she had an injury over the summer. Yeah, our Achilles tendon, yeah. and. It, uh, the the start of the buildup was really hot. It was really rough. You usually know exactly what I'm about to do. Mm-hmm. In the Ottawa, Anka knew that I could run really fast for the 10K because of the training. And she can predict usually very well my performance. So I have a, I trust her a lot. But in Toronto, we didn't know really what can I do. I knew the day before the race that there was a rabbit in the two hours 35. And I was like, oh, maybe I can try and push for that time. I just decided that the, the last day before the race. But my training predicted more that I could run uh, two hours 37, 38. So I was like, ooh, it's ambitious. Anuka wasn't sure about it. But I was like, okay, I am going to try it. And the plan was to start with the rabbit. And if about 5K, I don't feel well, I'm already exhausted, slow down really uh, early in the race to be able to finish it uh, strong at a more comfortable pace Mm -hmm. for my first marathon. See, the (laughs) Toronto marathon, it was our first and we never know for a marathon. (laughs) It's a wild race. It's It's so long, so... Anything could happen, but the plan was really start fast. But if it doesn't go well, <laughs> slow down. Take a decision of, for the pace really five k's and yeah. don't don't go to the half too fast because it would be bad at the end. But she uh, was, at five k, I saw her. She was, I was all like, smile. I was she like that. A thumbs like up. A and, <laughs> and yeah, everything was fine and. I was really, I was feeling really good uh, until the half point of the marathon. Uh, so I just keep that pace until I, the I end. And after the half time as well. Yeah, yeah I, I stick on the it. pace uh, all all the race along, and I still could uh, go faster about the two last kilometers. It was a negative split yeah. from about maybe one minute, so it was good mm. for first. It was so well executed and and such a blast to watch. Anuka, you also had a really strong fall marathon qualifying for Boston in your first ever attempt at the distance. After the race, you wrote how you felt you didn't even consider a qualifying time until a few days before. What made you feel like it could have been a possibility all of a sudden? I don't know. It was just the workouts were going great. And I was like, I, I need to try it. So with my off time, I knew I it was you a possibility. It, I, I knew I could do it, but I was scared, I think. Mm. <laughs> it was mostly that. In Quebec, it's not the and faster course that one, you could do it. Quebec yeah. City is a hard course, so a lot of up and down. And at the end, in the last, maybe, I think it's at K36 there. What is it in English? This pavé, this rock, the, the ground. Oh, Pavi. I have no idea. <laughs> but <laughs> that old road and that's that stone oh, road. Oh, uh, cobblestone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And with the carbon-plated shoes, it was oh. so <laughs> scary. <laughs> I had nothing left. Okay, I'm, I was like, okay, that's it. I'm breaking a leg, yeah. literally. 
So, oh my gosh, it must be like heels after leaving a night out, right? Wearing high heels. It's just, it feels yeah. so unstable. Yeah, it was so wobbly. <laughs> I was scared for my life <laughs> and my ankle. <laughs> Most likely now, my ankle. You had a very particular mental method for breaking through the marathon wall at 30K. Can you explain to people what that was when it came to picking off certain people at 30K? <laughs> yeah. My my plan for for the marathon was to run run strong at 30k and the last 12 it's 10 in my in my head it was after 30 it's 10k but I know there's two left but in my head it was 10 so <laughs> it's girl math then my my plan was just I need to pass a man every 1k <laughs> and th- that sounds a bit mean. But a lot of the, the men in those times, often are, they're not that, they're good. Everyone that runs a marathon is really good, but often the pacing is a bit lacking. So they go out really fast and slow down in the end. So we tend to pass a lot of them in, in the last 10 to 15, 20K. So yeah, that, that was my plan to power through the last uh, 10K. It worked well, <laughs> to be fair. I love that. It doesn't sound mean at all. It's playing on a little bit of ego, right? And you knew that it was going to play a part and it absolutely did. How much did it mean to be able to have Caro beside you for that stretch there? I knew Caroline was supposed to... I was uh, running the half marathon at the same time, but I go on the the last uh, kilometers of the marathon to run the last one with her she yeah. broke the tape then she sprinted back in the other way <laughs> because the half marathon started maybe two hours later so the there was not that much time in between and she was waiting for me at 2k from the last and my watch had died at that point so i was in the dark and i was like oh my god i don't know what's going on so i was so happy to see her and she was like, oh, go, go faster. You can do it. I have nothing left to do. To and she was just uh, side by side from the rabbit in the, the sub uh, three hours, uh, 13 minutes left. So I was like, oh, you got it. Continue. Let's go. It's the end. And it was a nice moment. That was great. Oh, that's wonderful. And now, Caroline, I'm curious. We touched on briefly your university track career i'm curious from a coaching standpoint how did anuka's approach differ from what you were used to at laval and how did that maybe help you fall back in love with the sport uh, i by the training i think it's the same the no, the, the mentality the, the a workout of speed there's not uh, seven ways to do it yeah it's for the the math of it like mm. it's usually the same but I think that I'm more older now and I train more uh, of a better way. When I was younger, the musculation, the training, the strength uh, training. training, I didn't do all of it. Or maybe I must tell that I have done none for some, for some weeks at Laval. Now I'm more focused and I do it uh, more Very often, good. regularly. So I think... I'm more in my training now than before, so You're it helps. And Anuka, it's sure that uh, she's my partner, so she is always here with me on my difficult day. She can adjust uh, the program for the for the day for the week, mm. so it's a much closer bound that we got. That it helps. I think it helps a lot 
for the race and for the coaching on the day, the, the day of the competition. Uh, I'm really her athlete and she can focus on me and it helps and she knows me so well. Like I said earlier, she can predict uh, my time and I have completely full trust in her. So when she said to me, oh, you can run uh, that time on that race. If I think it's ambitious, I think I can do it. Uh, because she told me so, so uh, it's really encouraging for me. <laughs> so she just believed everything I told her. <laughs> I could tell her, I could tell her, do 23 for the marathon. <laughs> no, no, spring. no. <laughs> and she would believe it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe that will take a bit of convincing. But it's because you... you I know, don't like to. You, you know uh, what I can do. You don't tell me uh, something in your head that uh, doesn't make sense. Le. You calculate mm. things. Yeah, sure. Was there an adjustment period to understand, okay, to get Caroline to trust my coaching to this degree, she wants to hear what her potential actually is? Because I'm sure there may be some athletes where you want to give them some unrealistic expectations of 223 is possible. But, you know, obviously, it sounds like if a coach were to hand that to Caroline, you lose a little bit of trust and go, mm. okay, that's, I'm not prepared for that. Did you know how to connect with her in that sense right away? Like, uh, at the beginning, I think I was a bit more, um, conservatrice. I don't know. Oh, yeah. We, we take, uh, we took it step by step. Mm. I ran a, a 10 K three years ago in 37 minutes. And for me, it was a huge PB. So, we didn't start uh, with but, really big goals. We start things slow, step by step, slowly. I didn't start uh, running 80, uh, 80? 80? 80 uh, kilometers a week yeah. with Anuka at the beginning. We start uh, 60 kilometers like I was used to do. And, uh, and Caroline we, is not an uh, high mileage athlete. She, she doesn't do well with crazy, crazy mileage. So... You knew I, that, and we we got we got there slowly, but also she keep surprising me. Like in Toronto, I knew she could do well in the marathon, but I didn't thought she was gonna win. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of really great athletes that were there yeah. in the start line, and they didn't get that great of the of a day. So it's a bit of luck, but often she will surprise me like that, and I think she can do something, and she do way 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 better. So. She she's she's telling I always know what she's gonna do, but often she do better. <laughs> so I, I I I told her the minimum I think she was gonna, she will do, and then she surprised me by doing way better. Now we've seen that become a little bit of a trend with really successful distance runners. Of for some individuals, lower mileage builds is just what their body is attuned to, and we've seen a lot of success with it yourself being included i'm curious for this upcoming 2024 approximately how many kilometers a week feels comfortable for you in a marathon build right now we uh, are currently building a for a spring marathon to try to get a better time maybe some we we had hope for the olympics at the beginning but vienna was so fast so i don't think is in the books anymore but at the beginning that was the plan so we, we keep training for that marathon but the plan is around 
130k at the top but we do a lot of course training mm. with that so that helped and Caroline got a full-time job so mm. there's only so much you can do in a day and, and I sleep a lot <laughs> and it's hard to get her to wake up in the morning to do some miles so yeah but my, ba my baseline we Maybe. told that uh, like that my baseline in running is 80 oh, 90 90 <laughs> it's easy for me doing that now not two years ago but now I'm used to it and the much higher mileage I have done for Toronto was uh, 130, one week. <laughs> 130 for only one week. Yeah. So now um, I was injured after Toronto. Uh, but uh, so now we're building slowly. Uh, mm -hmm. Now I'm about 80 kilometers a week. So it's good. But the plan is to, go, enough, is to go uh, over uh, 100 kilometers a week. Another thing yeah. is that in Quebec, we got a lot of snow. So yeah. 100 <laughs> kilometer in January is not 100 kilometer in June. Yeah. I, I swear to God, like you can multiple, multiply by maybe 1.2, 1.3. It's <laughs> so much longer to run yeah. in the snow. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's different. Yeah. And the mental callus that you build as well. Oh, yeah, that's hard. Uh, and just the cold, like 30 kilometers in, in hot weather, that's something. But you're so drained after maybe three hours in the cold. It's so hard. Yeah, it's going to be difficult when I'm going to be more advanced in my build-up like, to run uh, 36 kilometers. <laughs> Sunday long run, uh, oof. maybe a bit on the... Uh, uh, we have a center, uh, interior, uh, interior in, in, center, in, in track and field and dog track. Yeah. But it's the bigger one. It's a, it's around a 400 meter ice loop. So yeah. it's, I think it's 486 in the smaller loop. So mm. that's great for longer workout. It's better than, than 200 yeah. that we get <laughs> usually indoor. Yeah. And what's the marathon that you're currently building up for for the spring? Uh, Vienna in uh, 21 uh, April. April. And what made you select that as the uh, as the race of choice? It's before the 7th of May. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's fairly late in the season. And they were still accepting elite athletes, uh, which was not the case for all the mm. spring uh, marathon in Europe. Sometimes they are harder to get to. Because my plan uh, after Toronto was to run uh, Houston Marathon mm. uh, to build up for Houston and make a practice marathon before, like, if I can tell that like that, because I only have uh, seven weeks of training for Toronto. Uh, so, but after Toronto, I think my body was not ready to take. Uh, a big training like that or a big uh, competition like that. Like, I, mm. I never ran 42 kilometers at that pace before. Like, and yeah. not, not more than 20 kilometers at that pace before. So it was really hard on my body. And I uh, have uh, the boundlet syndrome. Like, my, I don't know in English. Shall we I say think it's boundlet? only me. I think it's I have a, not so sure. <laughs> a problem on my cold twist. Uh, uh, Mm. It's Danila. The... Mm. Yeah. So, so I have I had to take a step. Uh, no running uh, with uh, with no running. Uh, so I was like, 
oh, I want to push myself more. I want to, I want to see what I can do on this distance because it was my first time. And during the, the race, I was feeling really comfor comfortable. So I was like, I want to know what can I do and run the much more faster I can. Uh, so we wanted to set a next goal for marathon this year uh, and just run the more faster I can. And I can have an entry on the Vienna Marathon. So it's for that. We we have a envisagé, can say? We have uh, considered Londres, London, London mm. uh, Rotterdam. There's a lot, but yeah. London is too early and hard to get in. Yeah. Rotterdam was full. Uh, it was our first plan. So I could then. get in that one. So I'm going to take it. Right? And uh, I think it's a fast uh, course, and, maybe not the fastest. And but... they're paying the other room. So we're going to take it. <laughs> <laughs> That helps too. When everything else is even, we'll take the free room. Yeah. And especially, yeah, like you mentioned, Rotterdam is being circled for a lot of athletes in terms of, okay, this is a fast course that I can try to get that Olympic standard on. But Vienna has been selected by a lot of athletes as well for the same reason. I know you said, you know, it's going to be tough to do with a bit of a knee issue that we're battling and after a fairly quick turnaround after a huge race in the fall but after toronto there has to be a little part of you that's thinking anything's possible are the olympic standard hopes still in the back of your mind as we lead towards vienna we are thinking about it we're... yeah it's in the really back of my head really back. I, I see how the workout goes but I keep surprising myself uh, in the workouts and I'm like, yeah, it's the year of the Olympic. Uh, why not try to run the more fast as I can? And if it's the two hours, 27 and 50 seconds, you won't be sad. Maybe I can do it, but maybe it will be in four years. Le. But uh, I'm going to try. And if I do a sub 30 hours, uh, uh, two hours, 30 minutes, it will be amazing. Le. And the PB will be, will be great also. We'll see. Uh, time time will tell us. Time will tell. We just recorded a podcast this morning with one of my colleagues recapping what happened at Houston. And I'm sure you guys know there's spots yeah. open for you still. So there's only one one spot locked in. So there's a little bit of space waiting for someone. So we wouldn't we're, rule you out. Houston in the... Sunday morning, yeah. we were so stressed out. We were, oh my god, that uh, was our Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and a, a tough day, obviously, and um, it's always conflicting, right, for individual athletes because you're rooting for your fellow Canadians, and I'm sure you guys are such a sorority and a cohort. But at the same time, you're also a competitor, and you're thinking, hey, if you get that spot, that means there's one less for me. So. It's very conflicting to watch those yeah. races, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. But honestly, we were looking, uh, we were looking at Natasha Wodak, and that was heartbreaking. Yeah, we were, we were really rooting for her to get the time. So, mm. who knows? Only there might be one. There might be one more race for her in the chamber. We'll see if she stacks yeah, her her spring with one more. Mm. Now, you guys both offer coaching services. I'm curious, are there any? differences in your approaches to coaching either from a training standpoint or just the philosophies to the sport 
I think that we got the same philosophy in the sport than in the coaching. We are competitive and we like pushing ourselves and do the best that we can. So we want our clients like, to, to push and go after their goals, but we want to do it in, the, uh, in fun. Uh, in a sustainable way that if you enjoy yeah. the process, you will keep coming for it and keep pushing those hard, fun goals. But in the, in the same time, it's so fun to sometimes step out of your comfort zone and push your limits and see what you can really do and not run scared just take your chances so i think yeah we got the same philosophy yeah. but we it's important also to work and to have other things in your life than mm -hmm. just focus on running because if you get injured and you, you cannot run it can be really tough mentally but if you have other things you you can uh, take those things to have a good life and running will come back later. So. Not, all, not all your eggs in the same basket. Yeah. Mm. And what are some of the things maybe as a, as a partnership, as a couple that you put those eggs into in terms of, okay, we want to take a little bit of focus out of running. How do you guys tend to wind down from a coach athlete standpoint? We, we are pretty active persons. So, uh we used to do a lot of that's that's not really taking the first off of running but we used to be a lot uh, to do a lot of trail running for fun mm -hmm. like you know only honeymoon we just one i think it was 100 uh, 100k run through the mountain <laughs> it was really fun okay we had we had tremendous fun but we take time not focusing on our working yet on on the plan entraînement on our Work on schedule yeah <laughs> so, so so we and this summer we spent some time in bc in the mountain again mm -hmm. and we love that but also we we like being outdoors then next weekend we go in gaspésie so in the mountain doing yeah, ski uh, oh, i love ski that cooking. so we try to make outdoor sport but it's for sure difficult to take time for doing other things than uh, training, than strength training, running or uh, pool for me like, when I'm a bit build up. But when the season is uh, is done, we try to take a, a step back and a week off to do some other things. Uh, Hopefully, a bit for more than a week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, you guys have had such a stacked year last year, and you mentioned it with your coaching philosophy, where you know you put the work in. And then you have the belief to take a big swing when necessary. That's in your coaching philosophy. That's clearly in your running philosophy as well, Caroline, particularly when you look at that 10K performance. I know obviously that marathon performance grabs the headline as a win, but that was just such a gritty 10K run. Is I know it's tough to rank which were you most surprised at in terms of your performance in the run, the 10K in Ottawa or the marathon? Uh, it's difficult to compare the two races, I think, because the 10K, I was really surprised about. But the the, the <laughs> boat race, I was really surprised about my position. I didn't expect that position on the 10K or on the marathon. But the time I ran in... Toronto, I think 
it was less surprising for mm. me to run that time in Toronto than the time I ran in uh, in Ottawa. Mm. I was training for, to run a sub uh, 33 minutes on the 10K, and I knew that I could run uh, that fast. Uh, but I I thought other women uh, run also that fast. So and the the start of the the start line, there was a lot of uh, fast women. The 10K. Uh, top 10 is really is really close uh, all the everyone time is everyone is really fast so I would say that you, thank you, you surprised me the most uh. at, at Ottawa you were not even <clears throat> ranked in the top 10 you no. were I think with 11 of 12 yeah. maybe yeah <laughs> uh, when she won right she, she didn't win but when she she came Finish, at the finish uh, line, third they yeah. were scrambling to find her name yeah. and they had no idea who she was <laughs> because it I, was a bit funny I think last year uh I continue to to get better and better. Uh, my best time on the 10K was 35 that I ran in Ottawa a year ago. Uh, but during my training, during the year, I knew that I could run really much more faster, but nobody knows that I was there. So I was like a surprise for everyone, I think. And I think that the other girls, they are on the running. Uh, uh, they, are, they knew each other for... More they, years than me. They, they, they yeah. run that time for three years. They, mm. they, they run 33 since uh, two, uh, since 2018. Uh, <laughs> two, I don't know. I don't know. But me, I'm a new one. The road running uh, scene in Canada. So, uh, and I get better. And I get, um, uh, je m'améliore. I'm getting better years after years. And I, and by and minutes lot. and uh, I, minute goes off on my time and uh, because of my training more that I'm training more serious and with Anuka who is always there to to tell me let's go Caro <laughs> <laughs> time it to helps. wake up time to get out on the run in the morning <laughs> and, <off> the bed. <laughs> and I know it's tough to nail down you can you highlighted a couple reasons there but it's been such exponential growth from you yeah. I'm curious when you look at years past what are some of the biggest differences in the training is it the strength training like you touched on or is it something else in combination honestly i don't think it's the strength training what do you think, I think it is the higher, higher, higher mileage, higher mileage. Yeah. Mm. she was running really low, low mileage, mileage. Uh, when she was doing h100 yeah. when i started coaching her she, going 50? fast 50k a yeah. year a, year, a, a week, week was hard <laughs> So yeah. we more than doubled that yeah. over the years. So every time we, we were able to push that limit, it, she, 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 it made, she, I she made, made a big progress yeah. every time it was a step forward. Yeah. So I believe it's a big part of the equation. Obviously, eating better because Caroline got the celiac disease. Celiac disease so mm. she cannot eat gluten. And Often to avoid gluten, she was just not eating carbs. So enough carbs. Eh? I know it's a joke, like uh, Jumbo Visma. They're like, oh, we discovered carbs, and everyone says doping, but she discovered carbs, so it helped a lot. And uh, <laughs> eating much more, more carbs, eh? much more carbs yeah. at helped. every meal. And that helped also to push the the, the mileage. Yeah, eating more and strength training. It obviously didn't. Not help. It helped. <laughs> mm. yeah. Maybe it's a higher hanging fruit. Low hanging fruit where I, I manage and carbs and then strength training. All of it. Le. And then 
I don't know after that. <laughs> Better yeah. shoot. <laughs> it's yeah. And it's just sort of honing in on all of these things. It just goes to show it makes such a difference, right? You can't really ignore big categories like nutrition or strength or mileage. They all need attention to move forward. I'm curious from both a coach's perspective and an athlete's perspective, after such a strong year, heading into 2024, did the goals change drastically? Maybe not just looking at this year, but your goals for your career as a runner, did you kind of have to scratch what you had written before and go, okay, we can be a little more ambitious <laughs> now? Uh, yeah, for sure. I think uh, it's sure that I, I, I like to have goals so at the beginning I was like can I have a, a ticket for the local races to yeah. run for free it was just my goal to 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 get the st standard for that yeah. for the half marathon it was 125 yeah <laughs> when she started road racing that was her goal three years ago then there's a like um Quebec championship for road racing so I was like she was like oh I want to do top three in that yeah. And then in the same year, she won maybe, I think, the first race of that thing. So she was like, oh, okay, I want to win the whole thing. So she won that. Yeah. And then it was, oh, I, I want to do a top five or a podium yeah. on Canadian races. Because uh, oh. I run in, I finished uh, 10 uh, two years ago in uh, Ottawa. So last year I was like, okay, this year I want to do a top 10. But, but uh, if I can make a top five, I yeah, will be... Yeah really happy mm -hmm. was that yeah. yeah but i finished third so i was like oh my god and in 2002 i uh, i have been said uh, 2022 uh, 22 <laughs> yeah i finished uh, i was selected to go on the nakiak uh, championship the half marathon championship in cuba mm -hmm. uh, but so i was like oh my god nice it's my first uh, canadian canadian uh, team. team yeah so I was really, really excited about that. Uh, but the <laughs> competition was canceled. Yeah. yeah. So I couldn't do it. And but but she got the kit with yeah, the, the outfit. Mm. The, my goal is only to have that was really small. And <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, I think she didn't even get the X small. It's not even the extra small. The, oh, it's you, the small. You got a small and they're too small for you. It's and you're really it, small. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, Athletic Canada running brief, really, really small. We're, we're going <laughs> to clip this. We'll clip it and send it to them. <laughs> now, speaking of which, you guys also do a really unique job of documenting your training. And we've had listeners reach out and say, and actually former guests reach out, which I'm sure yeah. you guys have, have seen, and say how much they adore your content and giving a real insight into your training. When did you guys decide to give people some insight into your lives as an athlete, as a coach? It just kind of happened. To be honest, we filmed a race uh, at, I think it Beluga? was the fall of, not 2023, it, 2022. It was so one year ago or two years ago? One year ago. Okay, it only okay, made a, a year that we do that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Anka was running, uh, uh, we were running 50 kilometers in trails. And yeah. Caroline, I was running here with her. Yeah, you... so I can uh, run like that like, with my cell phone uh, and film her. Yeah, the, it was not. Yeah, she had a 
a bibs is just it didn't fit her season so she was oh i'm just gonna run with you so we can make do it together and honestly 50k is long so i was really glad i have someone to talk to all the way so <laughs> and you made it. a tip touch with that yeah. and yeah. the that go viral viral ish so we kind of got a following overnight so we kept going <laughs> and after and... i run a 10k in quebec and yeah. I finished third for the just for the Quebec at that race, but I was sixth for the uh, race. Yeah. yeah. But that uh, video got a lot of views, and you mm. just continue doing that because you you love uh, you love it. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 honestly, it was really fun for me at the beginning. It's still fun sometimes. <laughs> feel a bit more like a job, but I still do it because I like it, yeah. and I think that inspire a lot of people and. I may, maybe in English, you guys got more of that kind of content of athletes sharing mm. their life, but the French, the Canadian French community is really small. So that was kind of not existing at the time we started. We had a lot of maybe fitness people yeah. sharing their gym routine and protein and stuff but more the performance part of it was mm -hmm. not really there. So mm -hmm. I think people related a lot to that, especially women. Mm. Yeah. All yeah. of following almost is like women from 20 to 30. I, I think I have 20% male following. It's really, yeah. <laughs> and it came all from the video of Caroline at the, at the end of the marathon. Oh. When you're like, oh, fuck it, I go for it. Yeah. <laughs> that video <laughs> was viral. <laughs> There's the 20% there, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, incredible. And uh, yeah, like we said, we know anecdotally so many people that have connected with it and gotten a lot of inspiration from it, of course. Now, uh, maybe connected to that, but also separately, you guys are both Hoka athletes. I'm curious how that opportunity came about and what about the brands made you connect with them as athletes? Good question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a new one. <laughs> <laughs> it was the representative. The brand uh, approached oh, approach us my uh, because is not good. his girlfriend uh, saw us on TikTok. <laughs> and he, the guy looked at uh, our TikToks and our videos and he was like, oh my God, those girls are, are cool. Uh, maybe I should uh, contact them uh, to see if we can collaborate together. And at the time we... We knew the brand, but we were not running it. Okay, so it was like we were like, oh, okay, that that could be fun. But can you we check out your stuff to make sure we love it? So they sent yeah. they sent up us a bunch of stuffs, and yeah. we tried the shoes, and we're like, okay, that's great, that's really nice. And honestly, I think it's cute. So <laughs> it's really it's really flashy, it's really colorful. So yeah. that fit our vibe and. When we started working with Oka, their carbon carbon plated shoe, the new one were not out yet. So they were like, okay, we knew our carbon our race shoe are not in part with what's in the market now. So you can keep running with whatever you got. But when they came out with the rockets in Rocket, the uh, X, it's on, two. On, yeah. they're, they're, they're legit <laughs> carbon they're plated they're shoes. really fast they're I really fast. run the Toronto with that uh, uh, marathon and yeah. the 10k uh, in both, Ottawa with that we both yeah. like 
those shoes better than what we were used to. Mm. You were running in Nike, and every race, every, every race, she was Blood. Lo- losing a toenail. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> she had none left. It was too tight for me. Yeah. Now mm. she all, she got all ten toenails, so <laughs> that's a flex. <laughs> that's the the ultimate endorsement. <laughs> and I want to add that uh, Okawa also have a philosophy that we like. With the brand, it's simple. We keep it easy. It's not complicated. Mm. It's honest, and it uh, both parts are given uh, good to the others. We they, we work they, together well. They mm. don't ask us for a lot of things, uh, content yeah. all the time, and mm. uh, like race with our stuff, and that's it. And if you like something, you can talk about it, but there's no obligation. On that, so yeah. that stay honest on our part. Yeah. I will not be allies. And, and they know. care about the the people that we are. I think they yeah they don't see us like a number of mm. uh, influencers. They it's just as Caroline and Anka, and uh, I think that they care about us. Yeah? It's uh, it seems like a relationship that's worked out well for for both parties. Now you mentioned a couple of races that you had the chance to either run a little bit together or run from start to finish. Now I know it's going to be a busy year competitively for you, Caroline, but do you have any races that you might be running together that you're looking forward to taking it a little bit less seriously and just enjoying? Uh, you need to pace me in my 5k this, uh, this spring. So uh, that she... in your calendar. Uh, <laughs> Caroline is not the base, the best pacer. <laughs> Because she won't shut up. <laughs> if she if she's facing you, she will talk from the beginning to the end. So it's like, if you like it, that's great. If you're in the pain cave and she's like talking, sometimes it can be annoying. Like she paced one of her friends in a 3000 meter. 3000 that's a fast outdoor race. And she was talking nonstop. And, and the, the friend in question, she's fast also, but like... A bit less fast than Caroline, but she talked all oh the way. I want to help. Me, I would like the people to push me to talk and uh, <laughs> give me uh, words of uh, and encouragement. encouragement. So I'm doing that. Like, I know sometimes people prefer me to not talking, but uh, <laughs> yeah, um, I'm not. I don't want to face you because I don't want to be uh, disturbing. And <laughs> <laughs> So I work on myself like, to be uh, better, but yeah, Anuka uh, wants to break the 20 minutes uh, on the 5K. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I can pace you on that race. Uh. Taking a break from the marathon for the winter. <laughs> like I said, Fair there's enough. no way I'm doing 36 kilometer long run in the winter. Yeah. <laughs> Not at all. Yeah. But we don't got a lot of races coming up like, because of the marathon. Like. There's mm-hmm. a bit of uncertainty also with the summer. So we'll we see after like, how my body is. If I can run a 10K in Ottawa, mm-hmm. we really like to, to go there at that time of the year. Uh, oh, we just we just want to go for the party. So <laughs> if, she's in sh- if she's in shape to jug it, we're going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> She can pay some random person on the street and chat with them. Yeah, as long as you can hang around <laughs> afterwards. Yeah, exactly. We'll see after Vienna if there's other projects, but for sure during the summer, uh, trail running uh, for fun. Uh, yeah. That will be great. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, exciting. And now, obviously, Vienna is the top goal, I assume. If we could summarize for 2024, 
one bucket list goal in general for you, what would it be, Caroline, and and maybe Anuka as well for you as a coach? Uh, maybe for me a PB on the marathon for twenty twenty four. Sub thirty, sub two thirty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll see for the time, but yeah, uh, running a faster marathon for the next year. My Absolutely. Goal. Sub two twenty seven will be even better. <laughs> <laughs> we'll you see heard it here first. Yeah. Amazing. And how about you as a how about you as a coach, Anuka? Obviously, I would like to see Caroline got a fast marathon time and not be injured. Yeah. So I I, I would rather a good build up and a strong race. Yeah. Whatever the time. Yeah. So. Just be able to do the build-up for Vienna and uh, whatever Don't the time will be appealing. But obviously that will be really fun to go to Europe two times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's all, you know, finding the balance as well, right? And enjoying the moment once you're there. Oh, amazing. And then on your end, in terms of running, is the 5K going to be the distance that you're most focused on this year? Uh, for the summer, but for the spring, yeah. Um, for the autumn, do you want to run a, another marathon? I am thinking of uh, doing another marathon build for the for the summer, but I might be pregnant at that time, so we'll see. Like, e. might be nothing. <laughs> you shoot that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a scoop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The most important news of the night. Oh my gosh! Well, we're so excited to see everything. That this year brings you guys it's going to be so exciting sounds like both on the roads and off the roads it could be a landmark year for both of you so best yeah. of luck thank you so so much for taking the time we're so excited to cheer you on from the sidelines thank you thank you well it was nice uh, talking to you Thank you so so much for tuning into my conversation with caroline and anuka as per usual please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and follow us at shakeout podcast on all social platforms for clips and updates from the pod it helps us out a ton otherwise thank you again to both caroline and anuka for offering us such authentic insight into such a fresh elite marathon journey I truly cannot wait to see how high their ceilings are as coaches and athletes alike. They were just such vibrant personalities. And honestly, hearing them bounce off each other, it just added years to my life. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as I did conducting it. Be sure to follow their racing journeys throughout this year on social media. They give such great insights and updates and put together such fantastic content that it is well worth diving into but of course in the meantime happy running and i'll see you guys next week it's not the hosts it's their northerly neighbors and somehow after an awful year of injury to grass comes out